0: Good evening, this is All India Radio and I am Valsa Williams with the News at 9. The Headlines Prime Minister Narendra Modi exhorts officers to work towards ensuring a home for every family by 2022. Cabinet approves Jammu & Kashmir Reservation 2nd Amendment Bill 2019 to ensure 10% quota for economically weaker sections in education and employment. 20,000 more health and wellness centers under Ayushman Bharat to become functional by March next year, says Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan. Supreme Court asks Uttar Pradesh government to file status report on accident of a now-rape victim by tomorrow. In sports, India's Gaurav Solanki and Pinky Jangra enter quarter-finals of international boxing tournament in Russia. (music) Prime Minister Narendra Modi has reiterated the resolve of his government to ensure that no family is left without a home by 2022. He exhorted the officers to work diligently towards this objective and remove all hurdles coming in the way. He was speaking at the meeting of Pragati, which is an ICT-based multimodal platform for proactive governance and timely implementation. Mr. Modi strongly reiterated the commitment of Housing for All by 2022. The Prime Minister reviewed the progress in resolution of grievances related to the PM Avas Yojana Urban. Our correspondent has filed this report. Pradhan Mantri Yojana was launched in 2015 with the aim to provide affordable housing to the weaker section of the society. The scheme has two components: Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana Urban and Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana Gramin. Under the Pradhan Mantri Yojana Urban, a total 85 lakh houses have been sanctioned, while more than 26 lakh homes have been completed so far. Under the Pradhan Mantri Awas Yojana Gramin, a total of 1 crore 54 lakh rural homes have been completed, and in the second phase, 1 crore or 95 lakh houses are proposed to be built in the rural areas. The houses will be provided with amenities like toilets, electricity and LPG connections. Swati Rakhija, AIR News, Delhi Mr. Modi also reviewed the working of Ayushman Bharat scheme in detail. During the meeting, the Prime Minister was informed that around 35 lakh beneficiaries have availed of hospital admissions and over 16,000 hospitals have joined the scheme so far. Mr. Modi called for dialogue with states which could help in evolving best practices and further improvements in the scheme. He said a study should be done on the benefits and positive impact of the scheme, especially in the aspirational districts. Mr. Modi sought to know what steps are being taken to curb occasional cases of fraud and misuse in the scheme. Reviewing the progress in Sugamya Bharat Abhyan, the Prime Minister called for use of technology to evolve a mechanism to collect feedback from Divyangjan on accessibility issues being faced by them in public premises. He called for greater public involvement and sensitivity in finding solutions to promote accessibility for the Divyangjan. Emphasizing the importance of Jal Shakti, the Prime Minister called upon states to put in maximum efforts towards water conservation, especially during the current monsoon season. The Cabinet has approved the Jammu and Kashmir Reservation Second Amendment Bill 2019. Briefing media, Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javdekar said the bill will pave the way for extending the benefit of reservation of up to 10% for economically weaker sections in educational institutions and public employment alongside existing reservations. Last year, a big initiative was taken to ensure 10% reservation in education and employment for economically weaker sections. This will now be applied to Jammu and Kashmir also. The Cabinet also accorded approval to the introduction of the Chit Funds Amendment Bill 2019 in Parliament. Mr. Javdekar said this will fulfill the objectives. Of reducing the regulatory or compliance burden of the registered chit funds industry as well as protecting the interest of the chit funds subscribers. The cabinet also gave its nod to the setting up of ISRO Technical Liaison Unit ITLU at Moscow in Russia. The INB minister said the unit will collaborate with space agencies and industries in Russia and neighboring countries for mutually synergetic outcomes. He said ITLU will also support the ongoing bilateral programs of cooperation in space technology and act on behalf of ISRO. The Cabinet has decided to introduce a bill in Parliament to increase the number of Supreme Court judges from 30 to 33, excluding the Chief Justice of India. Mr. Javdika said in 2016, the government had increased the number of High Court judges from 906 to 1079. The Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs today approved the proposal of the Department of Fertilizers for fixation of nutrient based subsidy rates for phosphatic and potassic fertilizers for the year 2019 20. Mr. Prakash Javdekar said expected expenditure for the release of subsidy during 2019 20 will be 22,875 crore rupees. He said this will enable manufacturers and importers to formalize supply contracts for fertilizers and fertilizer inputs and make fertilizers available to farmers. The subsidy on sulfur has been increased to 350 rupees per 100 kilogram, which was earlier 277 rupees. Subsidy on nitrogen is 1800, on phosphorus is 1500, and on potash is 1100 rupees. It will make a total of 22,875 crore rupees subsidy, which will be provided to the farmers. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. <music> health Minister Dr. Harshwardhan has said that around 20,000 more health and wellness centres under Ayushman Bharat scheme will become functional by March next year. At present, around 20,000 such centres are functional in different parts of the country. Dr. Vazhan was replying in the Rajya Sabha today to a short duration discussion on the need to ensure basic facilities and affordable treatment to cancer patients. He said the government has set a target of establishing 1.5 lakh such centers across the country by 2022. He said in such wellness centers, screening of non communicable diseases like hypertension, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, oral and breast cancer is done free of cost. The Lok Sabha has passed the Interstate River Water Disputes Amendment Bill 2019 by a voice vote. The bill seeks to amend the Interstate River Water Disputes Act 1956 to streamline the adjudication of interstate water disputes. Under the bill, when a state puts in a request regarding any water dispute, the central government will set up a dispute's Resolution Committee, DRC, to resolve the dispute amicably. The DRC will comprise a chairperson and experts with at least 15 years of experience in relevant sectors as well as one member from each state who are party to the dispute to be nominated by the state government. The DRC will seek to resolve the dispute through negotiations within one year and submit its report to the central government. If a dispute cannot be settled by the DRC, the central government will refer it to the Interstate River Water Disputes Tribunal. Speaking on the bill, Jal Shakti Minister Gajendra Singh Shekhawat said the bill will help adjudicate disputes relating to waters of interstate rivers and river valleys at a faster pace. The minister said at present there is no time frame to adjudicate disputes and tribunals were extended indefinitely. He also clarified that the government has no intention of outsourcing data. Manish Tiwari of Congress opposed the bill, saying it is faulty, He said the centre has not consulted the states before bringing up this bill. Kalyan Banerjee of Trinwool Congress said states should have been consulted before bringing the bill. The Lok Sabha has passed the public premises' eviction of unauthorized occupants' amendment bill. The legislation amends the Public Premises' Eviction of Unauthorized Occupants Act, 1971, which provides for eviction of unauthorized occupants from public premises in certain cases. The bill adds a provision laying down the procedure for eviction from a residential accommodation. If a person in unauthorized occupation of a residential accommodation challenges the eviction order passed by the estate officer in court, he will be required to pay damages for every month of such occupation. Moving the bill in the House, Housing and Urban Affairs Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said the amendments will facilitate smooth and speedy eviction of unauthorised occupants from government residences. The Rajya Sabha has passed the Motor Vehicles Amendment Bill 2019 with some amendments. The bill was passed with 108 members voting in favour of the bill and 13 against. The bill will again be sent to the Lok Sabha for approval as it was passed with amendments. The bill seeks to amend the Motor Vehicles Act 1988 to provide for road safety. Moving on, the Supreme Court today asked the Uttar Pradesh authorities to file a status report by tomorrow on the accident of the now rape case victim. The court also sought a report from its Secretary General as to why a letter written by the victim to the Chief Justice of India, Ranjan Gogoi, was not placed before him. A bench headed by the CGI listed the matter for hearing tomorrow. The observations came when senior lawyer V. Giri, who is assisting the court as an amicus curé in child rape cases, sought urgent listing of the now rape case. Meanwhile, the CBI has registered a case against suspended BJP MLA Kuldeep Singh Singer and 10 others under murder charges in the accident case of the rape survivor. India has offered a grant of $5 lakh to the Gambia for skill development and cottage industry project. The decision was taken during the delegation-level talks between President Ramnath Govind and his Gambian counterpart Adhemar Barrow in Gambia's capital, Banjul. The two countries also signed an MOU for cooperation in traditional systems of medicine and homeopathy. Mr Ramnath Govind said India and Gambia have much to offer to the world in these two fields. In the field of traditional systems of medicine and homeopathy, as two ancient societies, both our countries have much to offer to the world from the fields of Ayurveda and other forms of traditional health practices. We received the instrument of ratification of the International Solar Alliance framework agreement from the Gambia. This will open up new opportunities of collaboration between the two countries on solar energy and help in combating climate change. Back home in Madhya Pradesh, incessant rainfall has thrown life out of gear in many parts of the state. The Met Department has issued a red alert for very heavy rainfall in 16 districts of the state for the next 24 hours. More from our correspondent. Heavy rainfall created havoc in Khandwa district and adjoining areas, leading to severe waterlogging. Agni River continued to flow above the danger mark in the district. Road connections between Raisen and Vidisha and Bhopal and Sehor have also affected. In Khargone district, rivers also cross the danger mark, while several areas in Badwani district too are inundated due to heavy rainfall. Sanjeev Sharma, AII News, Bhopal In Bihar, the flood situation is slightly improving as water level of major rivers including Ganga, Bagmati, Gandak, and Adhwara is decreasing. However, rail traffic on Darbhanga, Samastipur section remained suspended for the fourth day due to inundation of railway tracks. 22 trains have been cancelled whereas 8 trains were diverted. More than 88 lakh people in 13 districts are reeling under the impact of floods in the state. In Jammu and Kashmir, an unidentified terrorist has been killed in a gunfight that broke out between terrorists and security forces in Shopian district this evening. Security sources said the body of the slain terrorist has been recovered, along with arms and ammunition. His identity and group affiliation is being ascertained. On to sports now. Commonwealth Games medal winners Gaurav Solanki and Pinky Jangra registered comfortable victories to enter the quarterfinals of the Mahomet Salam Umachanov Memorial International Boxing Tournament in Kaspersk, Russia. Solanki, who won a gold at the Gold Coast CWG last year, defeated Russia's Murad Rabadanov 5-0, while 2014 CWG bronze winner Jangra got the better of Belarus's Burem Yana by a similar margin. Also making the last eight stage was Neeraj in the women's draw of the event, which is into its 21st edition this year. Neeraj, a gold medalist from this year's India Open, defeated Gero Simeg Nyamsuren of Mongolia in a unanimous verdict. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi exhorts officers to work towards ensuring a home for every family by 2022. Cabinet approves Jammu and Kashmir Reservation Second Amendment Bill 2019 to ensure 10% quota for economically weaker sections in education and employment. 20,000 more health and wellness centers under Ayushman Bharat to become functional by March next year, says Health Minister Dr. Harshwardhan. Supreme Court asked UP government to file status report on accident of a now-rape victim by tomorrow. In sports... India's Gaurav Solanki and Pinky Jangra enter quarterfinals of international boxing tournament in Russia. And that is all in the news at 9. Good night.